Ramanuja was a powerful Vaishnavite saint, worshipper of Lord Vishnu, from the 11th century who was also the religious head of the Ranganatha Swami temple at Srirangam, a famous temple where the deity is a resting form of Lord Vishnu. As was customary in most temples, the temple provided delicious prasad, consecrated food, twice a day to all devotees without any charge, a blessing for the underprivileged, monks, enunciates, and so on. Every afternoon and late evening, people line up to receive and partake of this blessed offering. This story happened during Ramanuja's time. A devotee would always come early and be the first in line to receive the prasad and demanded food not just for himself but for his family of sixteen. The temple authorities would reason with him and explain that others in line would not get enough. But he would have none of it and would create a huge ruckus. He wouldn't leave until he had received his share. One day, the temple authorities had enough of his behavior and physically forced him out of the line and pushed him outside the temple. The man sat outside the temple wailing and shouting, which could be heard a long distance away. The commotion reached the ears of Ramanuja, who happened to be inside the temple. He came outside and inquired about the cause of the commotion. The temple authorities explained the issue. Ramanuja asked them to bring the person so he could speak to him. The devotee came to Ramanuja and started imploring and groveling before him to get his usual share of prasad. Ramanuja told him that being a Brahmin, priestly class, he should provide service in the temple and earn some money and get the prasad. The devotee replied that he had not studied the scriptures due to his circumstances. Hence, he was not eligible to provide any service in the temple. Ramanuja told him that he looked strong and able and could do some work in the temple. The man replied that his sixteen children were malnourished and sick most of the time. He spent most of his time taking care of them. Ramanuja thought for a while. Then he asked the devotee if he could recite anything at all. The devotee said that all he could do was chant a part of the Vishnu Sahasranam, 1008 names of Lord Vishnu. Ramanuja asked him to chant what he knew. He started, Om Vishwam Vishnurvashakaro Bhutabhavya Bhavatprabhu Bhutkrad Bhutabrud, and then stopped. Ramanuja looked at him and asked him to continue. Embarrassed, the devotee said that it was all he knew. Only the first six names. Six names from the 1008. Ramanuja thought for a while and then guided him, the sixth name, Bhutabrud is all I want you to focus on. Let this be your continuous chant, Om Bhutabrud Namaha. If you do this with faith, you don't need to come here anymore. By the grace of Lord Ranganatha Swami, the food will be brought to your home. The devotee was overjoyed with this solution and assurance. He prostrated at Ramanuja's feet, seeking his blessings to start the chanting. Then, he started the chanting and happily proceeded to his home. Since then, the devotee was no longer seen at the temple. The temple authorities heaved a sigh of relief at being spared the daily stress of dealing with this notorious devotee. But soon, a strange problem came to light. Every afternoon, the prasad was kept in front of the Lord for consecration, and the temple door was closed. It was opened after a while and the prasad taken out for distribution. They noticed that a substantial portion of the prasad would be missing since the devotee stopped showing up. They were convinced that the devotee may be surreptitiously coming to the temple and stealing the prasad. The issue was more serious than the stealing of the prasad. Someone partaking of the prasad while it was being consecrated was a heinous, blasphemous action. The prasad thus contaminated was unfit to be served to the devotees. The door could not be kept open since the Lord was considered to have his meals in private. They had the temple security keep a tight watch, but they were unable to locate the thief. The doors were closed, and they were sure no one went in or out but the result was the same. The prasad would be missing. The temple authorities approached Ramanuja and informed him of the problem and their suspicion on the devotee since it started since he stopped coming to the temple. 
Ramanuja deemed it to be a serious matter and asked them to search for the devotee and bring him to the temple so he could question him. They searched everywhere, but he was nowhere to be found. None of the neighboring villages knew about him. The unsolved mystery of the missing Prasad continued to be a daily occurrence. With no obvious answer, Ramanuja asked the temple authorities to keep a watch but continue serving the remainder Prasad as before. A month later, Ramanuja had to attend a festival function in a village across the Kalidam River that surrounded the town of Srirangam. When he crossed the river and neared the village, he saw a man calling out to him and running towards him. He stopped to let the man come near. To his surprise, it was the same devotee who used to frequent the temple for Prasad. Before he could say anything, the devotee fell at his feet, started crying and expressing deep gratitude. Eventually, he became calm and thanked Ramanuja for his sage advice. He said, I am doing the continuous chanting as per your guidance. As you had suggested, I get food delivered to my house with the Lord's grace. My children have become healthy, and all my troubles are over. I cannot thank you enough. Ramanuja was astounded. He asked him, who delivers the food? The man replied that a boy came twice a day from the temple to deliver the food to his house. This surprised Ramanuja even more since he did not know of any child from the temple who performed a similar service. Ramanuja asked him, who is this boy? What is his name? The devotee replied, when asked, the boy would only say that he was your servant. I thought you were sending the food to my house. Ramanuja smiled and understood that Lord Ranganata himself had taken the young boy's form to deliver the prasad to this devotee. The devotee had followed Ramanuja's guidance with complete faith and devotion. The merciful Lord simply ensured that Ramanuja's words became true and became a thief in his own temple to provide for a deserving devotee. The Lord had manifested the devotee's chant for Bhutabrud meant the one who nourishes the whole universe. A spiritual master's words are a command of the universe. Two other stories come to mind. One is from Mohanji's book Mast, The Ecstatic. Once, the master, Admanana Chaitanya, was sitting under a tree and watching intently at the grazing cows. A person approaches him and asks him guidance to reach high states of samadhi, superconsciousness. Admanana looks at him and simply says, watch and witness the cows. Saying thus, he gets up and leaves the village with his followers. Just that one statement that does not even sound like a proper method. No more words. No explanation. The man took that statement as a command and immediately sat down where Atmananda sat and followed the command without question. In time, his observation led him to understand the subtleties in nature's beings. He was eventually able to discern the inherent states of samadhi in every plant, animal, and so on. His consistent practice led him to ever higher states, eventually leading him to liberation. There is an amazing Mohanji testimonial that I remember that we received via email. It was from a chap named Pavan who had met Mohanji only once seven years ago. This person was eagerly seeking the truth and a way to reach there. He was guided to meet Mohanji by one of his school teachers. His English was poor, and his native language was Marathi. When he came to the program, there was an announcement that Mohanji would give individual Shaktipat. When he came in front of Mohanji to receive the Shaktipat, Mohanji asked him in Marathi if he had a question. Now, this is wild because Mohanji neither speaks nor understands Marathi. In a conversation that lasted less than a minute, Mohanji gave him the required method and guidance, followed by the Shaktipat, which gave him a taste of the experience he was seeking. He followed the advice. Seven years later, he wrote an email in English with the help of his English teacher to thank Mohanji. He had made significant strides on the spiritual path by just diligently following Mohanji's guidance. Only one minute with Mohanji and a Shaktipat, and he was rocking the spiritual journey. 
Mohanji has frequently said in recent times that it is futile to chase masters, sensations, experiences or activities. What is required is for the spiritual aspirant to become dry wood dash ready and eligible to receive the highest, where one spark can light them up and take them there. They don't need to go anywhere. When they are ready, the master himself, or herself, will come to deliver that spark. In a recent informal guru Purnima Satsang, the video follows the post, Mohanji said, paraphrased, when green wood becomes dry wood, you can easily catch fire. Contact with a guru is an opportunity to get lit. A master is like camphor that has been lit. That is the aspiration of every spiritual seeker who is like camphor that is unlit, with equal potential to be lit. It is your aspiration that is taking a seeker to a path. With a guru, your aspirations can have actualization. Consistency is very, 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 very important for transformation. While people are busy knocking on every guru's door, most do not enter. Hence nothing happens. If they do enter, they are assailed by doubts, patterns, expectations, and so on. Hence, nothing happens. The camphor never comes close enough to get lit. You have to aspire to be a guru, and that material is already inside of you. No one can take it away. All it takes is conviction, consistency and connection. To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. Thomas Aquinas